Welcome everyone to the show today. I'm Jeff and I'm here with Justin. We're going to talk about some crazy things that's been in the news this week. Uh, but first, Justin, how's your day been? Oh, it hasn't been too bad, man. Just got off work. 12 hours of fun. Oof, man. All right. 12 hours. Could be worse. Could yeah, be worse. Could be a lot worse. Uh, I was uh, I was off today and finally went to a restaurant with the oh, kids. Wow. It's been more than a year and a half. My youngest had never been out to a restaurant before. So, <laughs> but I called ahead and I said, hey, we want to come to your restaurant. Are you? We going to be asked to leave if we don't wear face cloths and they said well no <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were able to go i think we live in california and i don't think any of the guidelines have actually changed but i think they're having to start ignoring them mm -hmm. because this was like a big chain restaurant that we went to i don't want to say their name don't want to get them in trouble right. but it was almost a ghost town we were one of only a couple of families there. And this is at lunchtime on a Saturday. We used to go here in the old days and it was packed all the time. So yeah, they're, insane. they're probably struggling. I mean, so. when people say a new normal, we're there. Yeah. <laughs> I, and it's, it's, it's sad, to be honest yeah. with you. Because, I mean, like you said, like this is your first time uh, your youngest has been able to go out to a restaurant. Something that's was a pretty basic thing for a long time and now it's almost something to celebrate because you got to go out especially yeah. somewhere like california i'm sorry man uh me too but yeah i don't think they say a new normal but i don't think it can be a new normal because something that's normal has to be sustainable and this mm -hmm. isn't sustainable that's a good point. No, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, there's no way it's sustainable from an economic standpoint to a, an individual standpoint. Uh, it's There's a reason why when you lock somebody up in a cage 23 hours a day, nine times out of ten, they go bonkers. Yeah. And it's not much different when you lock everybody down in their home. That's um, like what they've got going on in uh, Australia shut down the entire country yeah and you're you're right back to what was happening you know at the very beginning of covid but they're doing it now for the delta variant which is actually yes if you go by the numbers it's more transmissible but it's less deadly yeah which and, is what you'd expect a virus to do over time a respiratory right. virus like this it it would still have been wrong at the beginning but right. at least Agreed. it would have made sense because nobody quite knew what was going on. Yeah. Now they do know, and they're still doing it. Yeah, I mean, you've seen some of the videos that have come out of there. It's it's horrible. People getting children getting ripped out of their parents' arms and oh my goodness, I saw that today while I was at work. I would have gone full blown Denzel Washington. Everybody's got to go. Yeah. Everybody. I'm I like you take my kid away from me. Because of what is essentially a flu-like illness. We're not talking about bubonic plague. We're not talking about Ebola. We're not talking about spreading, you know, starting smallpox all over again. Which I know it's not possible with vaccines, which are great. It's awesome. But it, it it's so hard to compute. Because when you look at the actual numbers, and especially in places like the United States, the, the deaths... Uh, which tragic 
it's it's never it's never a good thing when a family member, a community member, whatever passes away. No. But uh, the way that this whole thing has been uh, presented from day one, I hate to say it, but it's been nothing but fear porn. And like you said, you know, you have a restaurant that you went to and they're not really strictly enforcing everything and they still can't fill up the place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's because everybody's so, so scared to walk out of their house. Yeah. And it's because, because people don't focus on the actual, the actual numbers. Like the CDC is not even collecting the data for breakthrough cases and people who are vaccinated still get the infection. They're not even tracking that. And that want everyone to get vaccinated. Right. They don't really care how well it works at this point because that's the narrative. And it's, and it's especially when you look at the the things that have come out from like the FDA, uh, especially the example with the they're trying to approve the Pfizer uh, vaccine. And it's like, well, first of all, what's the point? You guys have already stabbed how many millions of people with this thing. And I mean, the cat's out of the bag. It's either gonna it's either gonna work and do great things, or it's not. And we've seen that it's it's really doesn't do all that they say it does. Yeah, yeah it, it seems it, like it makes the infection not as bad. Which, if you're at risk for dying, like if you're sixty, seventy plus, and have diabetes and are obese, that's great. Yeah, but if you're not. There's no point. It doesn't stop you from spreading it to other people. It doesn't stop you from getting it. Yep. There's no you, point. And there's the risk of side effects, which they like to downplay, but it's still there, as with any medical procedure. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard uh, of some of these side effects from people that I know uh, on a personal level. And they, these are people that I trust. You know, this isn't somebody that's... Um, barking that Biden is the worst thing ever or that we're 100%, you know, MAGA country, which either way uh, you look at it, at, at one point nobody trusted it because Trump was in office and now it's like it's <laughs> yeah. not going to work because Biden's in office. It's the same vaccine. People. Yeah, it's so political. It's ridiculous. Right. But that uh, these people have told me, you know, they've gotten the vaccine. They did their due diligence. They wanted to uh do their part for the greater for good right yeah. and they come back saying i haven't felt right since i got the second shot mm. and, and it's, it's it's somebody like myself i try to go to the gym three or four times a day i take a multivitamin i drink water i should be drinking a lot more um but i don't drink soda all the time trying to cut back a little bit on the uh the bourbons but why would i go and get myself jabbed when I'm already in a healthier position to deal with COVID than what, 60, 70% of the U S population just based on obesity rates and, uh, underlying other, other underlying illnesses. Yeah. Which is why it really doesn't make sense with them trying to mandate it or having vaccine passports. We've, we've talked about before, but especially since so Few people are actually at risk of getting really sick and dying. But also, since as time goes on, as anyone who knows anything about these viruses knows, 
the virus is changing. And so the vaccine is becoming less and less effective. Mm -hmm. So then they're going to have to do regular booster shots. Yeah. And again, trying to chase an immunity that they're never going to get. And it's, it's, they say that we, you know, we need to take, everybody should get, do their part, get the vaccine to stop the spread. At the same time, you have guys like Cuomo, who's out on vacation right now after he just got outed, not for the fact that he killed thousands of people in New York with his uh, nursing home um, fiasco. uh, Basically, that's really the best way. I was going to say policy, but fiasco is the right word. Uh, With his nursing home fiasco, that guy on vacation, like probably sitting next to a pool or something right now. Like how if if stopping the spread, if saving all the people is so important, why is this man not in two pieces with a guillotine in the middle? And I hate to say it that way, but holy cow. Yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. And a lot of it comes down to what you said earlier about how how political they've made all this. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they try to say when the other side says uh, we're not going to get – they say, oh, you're making this political. You need to stop making this political. But it's been politicized from the very beginning mm-hmm. by both both sides. Oh, yeah, 100%. So. Um, and then you have, you know, us peons in the middle – Trying to go, hey, none of you guys are making sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go back to some sense of reality. Uh, that would be nice. That would be nice. And some some of the clear heads are saying that it's going to have to happen eventually, one way or another. For the same reason we were talking about before, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable to exclude a considerably what a third at least of the country hasn't gotten the injections. And you can't just decide you're going to exclude a third part of society from society without some really bad stuff happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. One way or another, it can't go on. If they want to do that, but let us, like, secede from the rest of the country, I'm down. I'll move. That would be nice. You know, you guys can keep your jab. I'll go live. I I don't – at this point, I don't even care, man. It could be the outskirts – all of Nevada that nobody goes to, let me go there. I'll go there, and everybody else can just go do their own thing. Yeah, just leave us alone. We'll leave you alone. That'd be fine. Well, one thing that, and another thing, I was reading the story that uh, you had sent me earlier with uh, about the FDA. Something that kind of stood out to me was usually they do like two years worth of testing trials. Okay, when it comes to uh, giving getting approval from the FDA for a new drug, Jeff, how, when did COVID start? We're talking November 2019 yeah. was kind Dying of the years be- ago, yeah. we, right? And how long have they been pushing out this vaccine? <laughs> at, over a year, I'd say. Yeah, at least the beginning of this year, I think, was when they really started to push hard. Basically, what they did was they gave placebos to some people, and then after that said, ah, we're done. We're done testing. No controlled groups, nothing. So Mm -hmm. what was actually tested, and then the fact that you're hiding all the the background stuff, uh, 
well, not background stuff. The, all the stuff that's going on behind closed doors, all those conversations, none of that's recorded. None of that's going to public. But mm-hmm. you're going to enforce that this vaccine get pushed on certain people. And it's already getting done in places like New York City and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, you can say that they didn't, haven't mandated the vaccine. But if you want to be able to grocery shop. Yeah, they essentially, essentially have. <laughs> and it's not, it can't, especially since uh, healthcare workers a lot of them are refusing to get it i know i work in healthcare and i'm not going to get it and unless i can get some kind of exemption then i'm going to be out of a job which is bad for me yes but uh, my position is dietitians at our hospital we're supposed to have four we have two so if i leave <laughs> yeah there's, there's yeah, a shortage and oh. it's going to it's going to keep getting worse especially if they expect more hospital beds to keep filling up cuz oh scary variants <laughs> so uh, i'm just there's going to be a, a zulu variant and everything else you know 6 months to a year from now and it's just going to be a new reason that everybody's got to go get one of the what is it three vaccines pfizer moderna Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. I couldn't remember which is. Yeah. Just I have- personally, I'm not getting. I'm not getting the jab, but if I'm over there, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, if I'm about to get stuck, and somebody says, "You want this Johnson and Johnson vaccine?" I'm like, Ugh. "What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm about to uh, stick me with some baby lotion?" <laughs> yeah, and there's. I mean, there's lots of different reasons to not get it. I mean, there's just looking at the risks and benefits and saying, no, it's not for me. It's religious reasons, political reasons. People feel that way. That's, that's legitimate. You can't that's say, right. you can disagree with someone's reason to not get it, but you can't say your decision about your health is not legitimate. That's, that's tyranny. You're, you're throwing, yeah. And to, oh, basic, like, if if somebody cannot decide what I'm going to put in or out of my body, um, you're you're owned by the government. You're it's no different than somebody that's in the armed services. I mean, I got the smallpox vaccine. Uh, I got the peanut butter shot. I got all that stuff when I was in. What the heck is the peanut butter shot? Oh man, I can't I can't remember what it's actually for. I, I, is it is that the smallpox one? They call it the peanut butter shot is because when you get shot. You know, it's in it's in the butt cheek, mm. and uh, it's basically the consistency of peanut butter under is your that, skin. Is that rabies? rabies no, it's, no, it's not rabies. Um, tetanus? No, because I've had several tetanus shots. No, it's something for, like, guys that are deployed overseas. Anthrax. Yeah, the maybe, anthrax vaccine. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Mm. You know, I probably should have asked before they stuck me with, you know, six <laughs> needles. But yeah, that's one that. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it, it pro- yeah. This is you know it's saline. <laughs> it's required, right? What <laughs> uh, everybody has to, you're basically seeing fifty guys all sitting on one cheek because the other one's sore because it feels like somebody came up and just frogged you. Oh. It, it's not fun. But yeah. yeah, back to what I was saying. You're owned by the military when you when you sign that paperwork. You are your body is their property. And that's why they can stick you with all that stuff. And it's if you don't want it, okay, you're out. Um, and that's almost to where point where we're at with civilians now. Yeah, except except there is no out. 
it's just life right you're right it's it's either you get the jab or you're you yeah, get a scarlet letter yeah that's why it's it's not sustainable there's got to be a breaking point because there's a lot of people who for whatever reason don't want it mm-hmm. and won't get it right and it's not gonna it's not gonna be pretty the more people try to force it hopefully they'll just realize that wow this isn't sustainable and we've We've got to stop. We got to try something else. But if they don't, things could get really ugly. I feel like we would be so much better off if they would just come out and say, "Look, we don't know everything that's going on. This crap's changing from a day to day." Uh, I saw. I actually saw a piece today where people that got the vaccine could be. It could actually be worse off for them if they caught the Delta variant of COVID. Ooh. Right. And Maybe. so the thing is, it's like, what do you believe? Yeah. What do you believe? Because everybody's lying to you. Yeah. And it's that's the fact that has spurred so much of the conspiracy theories, ones that have later been proven to be true and ones that might be completely made up because they've made it clear that you can't trust the trusted sources the cdc and the fda and all of the government organizations because they have been lying from the beginning even if it was just about how much information they did or did not have and like you said if they had come clear from the beginning Mm -hmm. we don't know so much this is what we think is the best option we recommend this Mm -hmm. then maybe maybe a lot more people would have chosen to get the vaccine chosen to wear the face cloths but, I mean, you see in, in Sweden, the, um, they never had mandates mm-hmm. for masks. They never had lockdowns. Only about half the population is vaccinated, mostly old people. Right. And they don't have any COVID deaths. Right. None at all. Been that way Which for about is a couple weeks. insane. It's insane. I mean, it's great. It's great. But that's, it's, we're, we're so far off from common sense right now. That yeah. you you hear about something like that that's going on in Sweden, you're like, oh, it's a miracle. It's like, no, they're just they're using their noggin. Yeah, that's what would have happened. That's what did happen every other time a new virus came around previous to this. Yeah, and the same thing happened that is happening in Sweden, but people just believe the propaganda that's being put out so much that they just can't comprehend that someone could not do any of that. Mm-hmm. And be just fine. So the, you, their brain just kind of shuts down. Nope, that rejected error. Yeah. Do you remember when Ebola happened? I kind of. <laughs> and actually made it. It made it to the states. It made it to the states. And I think it was in prominently Florida. Um, I'm trying to think of that situation in today's world. Oh man, we would have nuked Florida. We would have gone to the most extreme. Probably barricade the border. Right. They they would build a wall on the on the uh, Florida border, Florida Georgia border. That oh man made Florida pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, that's one big big thing that's been going in the news, and that's been crazy. But the other big thing, of course is Afghanistan and the 20-year war over there. And that's, 
I think I think you've been following that more more closely than I have. I mean, I all of this went down, and I was like, "Whoa, I I better learn something about that." And I'd had I'd had Scott Horton's enough already oh, yeah. lying around about a week before everything started to go down. And I was like, "Whoa, I better put that at the top of my reading list now. <laughs> figure out what's this all about." I used to be a lot more knowledgeable on the Middle East, uh, admittedly. Um, and like even into the history of it, like the Mujahideen uh, arming the Taliban or creating Al Qaeda to fight the Soviets, the proxy war, all that stuff. Um, but man, I look at I look at Afghanistan right now and what's happening, and it's hard not to see those videos of the people risking everything to try to get out of that country. I mean. I I I I don't think we should be over there. Uh, I think that we have done nothing but, or we've done ultimately more harm than good in every way, shape, or form. You know, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, like when we went in after Saddam, it was quick. It was quick. We took him out in a relatively short period of time, and everybody was shocked at how 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 quick we were able to do it. But what people don't realize is what happened immediately after that. And it's that uh, we left a lot of arms and stuff over there and ended up basically creating ISIS. The only thing we didn't give them is people. Mm. But they already had that, it seems. Because it's been, I mean, America has been meddling around over there at least 20 years before the 2000. 2001 attacks and all of that and doing a lot of killing and the more they get involved over there the more they want to get rid of the invaders Mm -hmm. who are trying to conquer them we've actually uh oh i'm trying to remember the um i think it was thomas jefferson that had to he basically ended up creating the marines and it was to fight the uh, Barbary Pirates, um, which I'm trying to remember if that's the Middle East or Africa. But it's still in that vicinity that of the world. area. Yeah. Right. Um, we have been messing around over there for quite a while. Now, the difference in between what we used to do, uh, where basically they created uh, a branch to deal with... Uh, the pirates that were attacking trade ships, we would take them out, and that was it. There was no nation building. There was none of that. That's completely different from what we've been doing the past, I'd say, 60 years or so. And to be honest with you, a lot of the issues that stem from the Middle East, a lot of the reasons why they hate the West so much, and it's not just America. Like, There's a lot of facts that people don't know about. Like, ISIS, when... They were prominent, and they were doing their big propaganda machine. They would talk about something called the Sykes-Picot lines, and it was, a, a, I believe, a British general and a French general that had gone in and had won a war or something. Where They were over there messing with stuff, and they basically rewrote the entire map of the Middle East. Mm. That's where you get, like, the... Country of Afghanistan, Iraq, blah, 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 blah. That was basically written by the West. And it's like, no wonder 
they hate us so much is because we're always meddling in their backyard. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. We are talking about a, some people that are damn near animals. Yeah, and they're not. I, they're not nice people. No, I, I'm and I'm not saying and that not, about yeah, not, all not the Muslims everyone. over there. Right. No. You have just like you have extremists, like you do anywhere. Um, they just happen to have a lot, a lot over there. Seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, but then, I mean, how long have other nations been meddling over there, Correct. creating extre- extremists? It's been at least. I mean, it's been before. Before World War One, I. I read uh, I read Lawrence of Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, he wrote uh, five five I think Pillars of Heaven, all about all the things that Britain was doing even before the first, maybe during, around the turn of the century to just try to make things go the way they wanted to mm-hmm. over in the Middle East, just meddling in affairs that had nothing to do with them whatsoever, and yeah. If, some other people who spoke some other language had some different religion came to where I live and started trying to tell me what to do and started conquering things and exacting taxes and sending soldiers out. Yeah. I'd start to get really upset too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not not saying that that justifies uh, killing anyone, but it, but it also doesn't justify being there in the first place. It's like, it's like this cycle where they decide to meddle over there and then they retaliate and then, well, well, we can't let that stand. They're they're killing our people. And then you send more people over there. That makes more extremists. Mm-hmm. They use our, the, our videos of like when Trump dropped the Moab. Mm. They use those as propaganda videos to create more yeah. terrorists every single time. And And you have to. You have to wonder now that the situation, like people say, oh, did did Biden do the right thing? Could it have been handled better? But is, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think there could be a better way than just stopping. He definitely could have handled it better. <laughs> yeah. that, look, he, I'm sorry. I completely agree. The man said, you know, we need to get out of, out of Afghanistan. Kudos to him. I'm with him there. Okay. But, but. When you have a military over there that you're in a, a hostile environment and you have civilians, American civilians in place, common sense dictates that you probably take the guns out or the guys with the guns out last. That does that does make sense. Yeah. And get every get. Look, you're an American. Do you want to go home? Get in a truck because mm. things might not be so good in a month or two or. And every single, and I mean every single Afghani that helped in any way, shape, or form, translator took out the trash, made the eggs. They want to yeah. come over because they're all going to be targets. Yeah, for people who hate America over there. Correct. And why? Because we couldn't stay out of somebody else's backyard. And I think there's multiple reasons for that. I don't think it's necessarily just because we wanted to plant a flag in Afghanistan. I mean, let's be honest, it's a whole lot of sand. So it's not a nice nice place. Right. It's not like anybody's about to build a resort over there anytime soon. We're over there mainly oil opiates. Uh, That and keeping the the good old military industrial complex pumping. And I I just I hate I hate the idea where people try to say we're over there for some kind of humanitarian mission. It's not. It's not. 
let's 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 stop with the facade. We need to get out of everybody's backyard. There's no need for us to have 150 some odd bases around the freaking country. It's bring the guys home, uh, but let's not be stupid about it. That's like I'm I'm uh, I can't I can't. The, the way that this has been done, because at this point, the only way you're going to get those people home, you're going to have similar troops. Yeah. And you're, you're either going to have to, you're going to have to say, sorry, guys, you're, you're screwed. Hope you get out of the country or send troops to help get them out. And I'm not saying you need to have a bunch. I don't know, man. It's, yeah, and then is that going to start it all over again? Right. So, right. And is then you gonna, wonder was, were they really that stupid or was that part of the plan it wouldn't shock me it wouldn't shock me one bit because i'm sorry anybody in a suit in congress is evil i i i the whole that whole that whole situation over there it's uh it's it's a real tragedy because like i was saying earlier you're seeing these people that are climbing up on planes and no i don't think that they know or are aware that you can't breathe oxygen after 10,000 feet but i'm pretty sure that they know they're going to have to hold on for a real long time they're willing to risk that over staying in the ground on the ground yeah that's how desperate these people are and it's because they know what's coming and it's 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 sad because we've We've basically armed these guys, uh, and the things that they're going to do with American-made M4s, uh, AK-47s that we took and just left everywhere. You can go on YouTube and see videos of people that can just walk out and just grab an AK-47 off a shelf that's just sitting there for anybody, old man, kid, whatever, and it's because we're so uh, I don't want to say inept, but we're we're ignorant in our thinking that because we're constantly told we're the greatest country ever, we always think that we can never make mistakes. And it's like mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what's been our policy, our foreign policy in the Middle East. Yeah. And then and I'm saying oh, we've got a duty to intervene here. It's in it's in America's interest they always use that word it's the united states interest to be over here but i mean if that's if interest means to do something that might be beneficial for the united states then there's no conceivable part of the world that isn't in the united states interest to mm-hmm. control and have military forces there which is absolutely crazy yeah it it, it makes no sense and you know everybody likes to joke when you tell them we don't need to be over there, you, you tell them you know, we need to just bring the troops home. What about 9-11? You just want another plane to fly into an American building. And it's – it's if the people were to sit down and to think of how many civilians have died uh, over there in Afghanistan, in Iraq, everywhere else, compare that to the numbers um, – to the what what was it 2500 people that died on 911 uh national tragedy yeah uh, but I, I mean, it's been like it's been millions of civilians who have been killed over in the middle east right dwarfs dwarfs yeah. why are those people uh, less valuable or not valuable less why are they not as important as us mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry. Their lives matter too. If yeah. if all lives matter, that means everyone, whether they're wearing a burka or a, a Nike baseball cap. Um, and what gets me about all of it is if you actually look into 9-11, and I'm not talking about the conspiracy theories of where Bush planned it and all this. It wasn't planes. It was missiles. None of that. Um, if you looked into who funded all that, uh, who uh, – I want to say the majority of the people – of the guys that flew the planes did come out of, out of Afghanistan, but they were primarily funded by Saudi Arabia. We never touched them. We never touched them. We didn't even get so much as a slap on the wrist. So to say that us pulling out of Afghanistan is somehow going to create some kind of new 9-11 and that that's the reason why we're over. No, it's not. No. It's not because if it really was, we would have turned Saudi Arabia into a glass factory a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, if anything, staying over there is going to create more 9-11s because yes. what, and from what I'm, again, what I'm reading, what was it that radicalized the people who did the 9-11 attacks? It was Desert Storm and all the destruction that the United States did over there before oh, our families are getting killed. These crazy people from across the globe are coming to take over our land. I'm, I don't have anything else to do. I'm going to do right. something about it. Right. And unfortunately, when it comes to uh, people that are in the kind of plight uh, or the kind of situation that they are in in the Middle East with the poverty, the the reli- different religious sects, the wars going on there, all that different kind of stuff, it takes one person to come along with some extreme idea and some gusto, and everybody's like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, whatever you want to do. They're also desperate anyway. And especially if they can easily point or be directed to one entity that's causing all of that trouble, and it's it's pretty easy to believe. Yep. Then, yeah, it's a it's a recipe for for disaster, and it it keeps going on and on. It's a vicious cycle of death and destruction. Yeah. And the and only way to end it is to just end it. Right. I smart do... the smart way, like you said. Right. Right. And that's where. I'm I'm not naive in thinking that if we were to pull, even if we were to have done it all the right way, that things may have not may have gone uh, or would have been great for everybody left behind. It really wouldn't have. Um, do I think the Taliban could have possibly or would have taken over the country? Yeah, probably. Um, but at the same time, it's not really our business. If you want to help the ones that want to leave, bring them here. I promise you they're going to be 10 times more of a freedom loving individual than I hate to say it. A lot of your neighbors, maybe if they're willing to run away, migrate to a new country to get away from a political regime they don't like, that's trying to, it's going to be a totalitarian, a dictator. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. (laughs) Just like anybody coming from Cuba. Yeah. And to think that you're just letting all kinds of terrorists in uh, by bringing in some refugees, no, no. You might have a couple people that are – they might not fly the red, white, and blue in front of their house, um, but the vast majority are going to be 
I would say great members of society. Yeah, because they, for the reason they would leave is again just because they want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. Going back to what we were talking about with the COVID, I don't, I don't want the the government, whether it's a dictator over in the Middle East or a dictator in America, meddling in my business. I just want to be left alone. Right. And if they, if they have a better chance of doing that over here. You know, I can't blame him for trying to get over. No, me neither. I, I'd be neighbors with him. Um, and I, I have heard some some good stories coming out about it. Uh, I don't know if you follow Beck, uh, but him and his people, they raised like $22 million uh, in like two, two or three days. Um, I think it was with the, it's called the Nazarene Fund or something like that. Uh, but they raised $23 million now is primarily to help get Christians out of the Middle East because, you know, they're going to get tar targeted and sla uh, slaughtered by the Taliban. Um, but, I mean, that's $22 million in like three days. That's a miracle, especially yeah. we're not talking about like Tucker Carlson or um, another big name on one of the top five news channels. No, the Beck is relatively small. And his channel is not uh, what's it's, it's what's the word I'm looking for. Right, right. It's not. It's something that everybody's seeing all the time. And I mean that that's uh, that's a really cool thing. Um, and if you see, I think some there's the Kurds are at the airport there in Kabul, and they're trying to help out too. Uh, it's I don't know. The whole thing's really sad. Yeah. Well, but I mean, at some point, goes, you got to rip the Band-Aid off. That's true. And it goes back to, to what we're all about, about doing things voluntarily. There's a, there's a bad situation in the Middle East. You don't have to have the state steal trillions of dollars from its citizens and send thousands of people to go die while slaughtering millions of others and solving nothing in order to do something about that. You can raise millions and millions of dollars voluntarily and get people out who want to leave it it can be as simple as that yeah yeah but people a lot of people just don't see it that doesn't make it doesn't make it not true doesn't make it not real no it's the whole thing's very frustrating because even i understand like I understand where some people are saying if they're not going to fight why why should we fight for them and it's like I'm. Uh, it's hard to har argue that logic. It's. I don't know. It, it's very hard to d d catch yourself debating yourself, and trying to stay consistent on the topic. But but then that that's good though because that's how that's how you really work things out. If you're just right. thinking the same way all the time, the same thoughts. That's that's bad. Right. But yeah, again, you don't like it. Doesn't have to be about fighting. No. You can just leave. There right. are alternatives. If you have the resources, which people over here have and are clearly willing to donate, it doesn't. The answer doesn't always have to be shooting someone or bombing mm -hmm. something. Right. Even though that keeps the money moving in the military-industrial complex. That's exactly what that does. Usually not the best solution. It usually creates more problems than it solves. I would actually be a lot more comfortable with having like a bunch of retired SEALs, Marines, whatever, going over and trying to help people get out 
and it, like if there's a situation where like if I was here at home and a neighbor was attacking my other neighbor, I'm gonna get I'm gonna step in. Uh, I would be okay with that on a protecting the innocent level. Uh, that because to me would be a voluntary action on one individual to go help another individual, maybe not in a monetary way, but in a uh, let me help you, let me help defend you as you try to get out type situation. I think I could be all right with that, but nowhere near from a government standpoint. No, no. And, and that kind of thing can be done. It can be. But it's difficult to do it while the government is already over there and has legitimate authority, yes. meaning they'll shoot you if you don't do what they want you to. How do you have legitimate authority in somebody else's backyard? You have How? more guns. You have That's more it. Guns, and they say it's legitimate. And the bad part is, is uh, and this is, this is really sad, um, especially for a lot of guys that were actually over there in that sandbox. Uh, we've lost that war. That, that war is lost. We lost it a long time ago. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's everybody's kind of coming to the conclusion of uh, we lost. And that's that's a bitter pill to swallow for yeah. a lot of. Especially when you're always told you're the best, you know, world's best Air Force, greatest army on Earth. And wow, there's a reason why Afghanistan is known as the nation killer. I mean. Mm. Two years after the Soviet Union left, fell apart. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm. Eh, well, <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, mean, I have kids, so I don't really want to wish anything like catastrophically bad. But God, no. can we just learn from one mistake for once? Uh, well, yeah, maybe, maybe it goes to the secession. You know, we'll see. I'm, so so down. So that's down. what uh, that's what happened with the with the Soviet Union. I think it just mm-hmm. kind of dissolved and yep, uh, fell apart. The little states just became themselves again. So we'll see. Uh, it, time will tell. Time will tell. Hopefully, it's better news. I would just hate that we've gone this far. We've and like as a country accepted, you know, we don't need to be there anymore. And then this happens. And it's their excuse to just start it all again. Well, time will tell, like we said. But we know the best way. Voluntary. And just got to try to get other people to see it. Mm -hmm. Spread the message. True. Thanks for talking, Justin. I got my wife's upstairs with the kids. I better go save her. (laughs) Yeah, go go do that. (laughs) Hey, thanks thanks for having me on. All right. I'll talk to you later, Justin. Have a great week. Catch you later, man. You too. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you like what we do here, please like, share, subscribe, comment, and go over to our website where you can offer donations, request help, help us help people who are in need voluntarily. And we'll see you next time.